With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Florida Gardening. Now your host, Mark Govan. And a good morning and welcome to Florida Gardening. I'm your host, Mark Govan. We're here for the next two hours answering your questions about things in the garden, maybe possibly pests in the home or in the landscape. And of course, we are here to help you out. So if you've got a question, if you've got a problem that you just don't know how to handle, well, hey, that's what we're here for. Give me a call this morning in Hillsboro, your number, 990-9352. Over in Pinellas County, punch up 461 935 And, of course, our toll-free line, 1-800-969-9352. Hey, we got a jam-packed show this morning. I've got a guest in studio, uh, Matt Micah. Matt, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I'm doing very good, and and you look good, too. Wow. Just say thank you. I'm glad you think so. Well, hey, as I tell people, we we have the face for radio. Exactly. I I wasn't expecting a compliment this morning. There you go. Uh, Matt, of course, is the uh, owner of Florida Fresh Live Herbs, and uh, you were actually on the program about a month, month and a half, two months ago, something yes, like sir. that, yep. and uh, had a good talk. But I wanted to bring him back because so many people are being are, are getting interested in growing live herbs for the not only the kitchen but just to supplement uh, the things that they do cook. Uh, as rare as, as as some people cook these days, it's nice to have just that little touch. Of something that they can add to the to their food, it gives them the dining out experience at home. Is that that is that freshness, mm-hmm. that little extra? Because you know you may have a, 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 a absolutely fantastic uh, jar uh, uh, herb selection, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're nothing like using no, nothing, fresh. Nothing at all. You you might think you're a good cook if you're shaking stuff into your food. Uh, try live herbs, and uh, if and on top of that, if you got you've got little kids, you got time to kill. It's it's a great time to get out in the backyard, do some gardening, and uh, enjoy the weather. Be- and and that is a, a very a very good point. Uh, number one, you can get your kids interested in gardening. Uh, now a lot of people will put these little. Uh, Herb gardens right there in the kitchen, right in a, maybe a kitchen window or something like that. But you you can put them outside too. Outside is uh, where they belong. You can keep them inside for a little while, but they will not do fantastic. They'll 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 survive, but they won't thrive. You put them outside. This is uh, in Florida. We have the uh, as New Englanders say, we have a backwards growing period. We grow here in Florida from fall to spring instead of spring to fall. Um, so uh, this is the time to get them planted. They're going to grow fantastic, full sunlight. Uh, the the well, except for today, the rain should be past us now, and uh, well, it should be, should be, but I think we're I think we're due for a little bit more still. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> now, now, one of the things, uh, the, the, let's tell people about uh, your particular business, Matt. Uh, Florida Fresh Live Herbs. You have uh, uh, you are 
you go to many of these shows. So I only do a few shows. Boy, I've got a I've got a, a, a nursery as well, but I only do a few shows. Man, you it sounds like you do shows every other week. We do three to five shows a week. Three to five shows a week. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I do I do in Orlando Market, which your listeners won't really uh, in Winter Park. Well, they might. Yeah, in Win in Winter Park every every Saturday. Um, and starting in November, we do uh, Dunedin uh, Farmers Market on Friday and Saturday. Wonderful. Corey Avenue is going on today. My father's down there. Um, and every other week, we do the uh, St. Pete Saturday Market. Wow. So you have a, uh, it sounds like a great family business as well. Yes. yes. And how long have you been in business? Oh, I've been in business myself for a little over five years. Um, but I've been growing herbs for over 25. Wow. Wow, and I know you got some large, large greenhouses because you talk about them. So you do a lot of growing. Uh, you you grow from seed too. Yeah, yeah. Everything and, is either from seed or from propagation, and uh, uh, the 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 farmers markets and the plant shows are just uh, sideline because I do a wholesale business as well. Wow. So uh, you're pushing a lot of plants out. I I uh, just to let you know that when I do the uh, show over at the University of South Florida Botanical Gardens, Matt is usually. Uh, right next door to me. You have been for the last couple yeah, years, right? Three, four years. Three, four years now. And uh, holy cow, you, you go through some plants. And, and you're by yourself. <laughs> Here, I got two, three people with me. And uh, we don't go through nearly a quarter. I don't know how you do it. But you, you, you got so many plants. And we're going to talk about some of the things that you can grow that, that people in uh, Florida should be growing. Well, we're going to take a quick call real quick. So, Carrie, uh, uh, is it Carrie? Carrie or Kari in Tampa, good morning. Yes, thank you. Good morning. Hi. Um, I have a three-acre piece of property in the Tampa Bay area here. Yes. I have a lot of tortoises on the property. Okay. We go for tortoises. But I have got two particular weeds that I cannot get rid of, and I need to know what would be safe to use. I've tried not to spray. I've been digging by hand, and it's it's getting ahead of me. One of the weeds, you see them along the highways. Um, I call them daisy weeds. I don't know what they are. They have little, like little daisy heads on them, and then the seed is like a little black. Um, it sticks to your clothes, and um, it's just it's spreading all over the three acres, and I, I can't. Last night I worked till dark digging out as many as I could. Um, Does, I had somebody that mows for me, and apparently he has been mowing them unbeknownst to me, and they've just been receding themselves. Well, the sure. Other, the other plant is a weed that. It grows along the ground. It's got scalloped uh, leaves um, uh, on sort of like a runner, and it puts up these um, seeds that also stick to your clothes. Little green, we call them sticky weeds because we don't know what they are, and I need to know how to get rid of this stuff. Well, you had mentioned that one of the first things is that you, you don't want to use a, a herbicide. Is that correct? Well, I, I'm afraid to. I've been using. Um, I used to use Roundup, and then when we realized that uh, maybe it was safe to use because if it's not, uh, if it's harmful to humans, it could be harmful to the the creatures on the property too. So we stopped, and we've been basically just digging this stuff out by hand. 
Right. And I, I'm three acres. It's it's very oh, that, hard. that's a, that would be a, a a real big chore uh, to do on, on a three acre piece of property. Uh, you know, it, it, and and let me ask you, how much of this material do you have on the ground? I mean, is is it? It's not all over. No, we've been very careful. Uh, last night it was in the corner. Uh, let's see, it was the southwest corner and in the north corner. And um, But the sticky weed, the one that um, you can't hardly see it. I was aghast last night when I saw how many um, seeds were sticking up. This plant, you don't hardly see the the little green plant because it makes runners along the um, within the grass, but the the seeds stick up, and I think what's happened is that those seeds stick to the mower, and because um, we have a zero turn mower, and sure. um, it's it's spreading them all well, over. Uh, you know, if and you don't have regular sod out in the field, you have just whatever grows. I, I take it exactly. Okay, Bahia. Uh, some some Saint Augustine has under the shade because I have several oak trees on the property as well. Well, if you want to control the weeds, you know, uh, I can't tell you uh, some of these, what they would refer to as organic methods uh, that uh, people say, oh, if I mix this, this, and this together, uh, I get good weed control because that's, that's, to me, that's, Sign, not we, not scientific to me. I get, I have to go by uh, we, the products that are available. <laughs> we tried vinegar and salt and didn't work. Right. A lot of times, what people find out they do is they kill the grass and yeah. they you know they kill everything and that's not what you want to happen. So yeah. I'm going to recommend a product that I think that if you as long as you spot treat the areas that have the weeds that you're that you're seeing then you know you can you can limit the application amount that you're putting down and still get good control how's that that's wonderful okay so the product i'm going to recommend is a product called trimec t-r-i-m-e-c got it Okay, Trimec, and sometimes they'll say Trimec Classic or, uh, uh, you know, they'll have a different name after it. But Trimec is what is the product that you want available at just about any garden center that you that, that my you. my next question. You Where bet. do I get it? Any Thank garden you. center, feed store will have it. And uh, you, you mix that up with water and a little pump-up sprayer, and then you keep shaking it as you're applying, too, because uh, you have to oh. keep you have to make sure. A lot of people forget that step after they mix up a product. They think that it's just going to stay in solution. Well, no, you really need to keep shaking that on a regular basis as you, as you apply. And Wonderful. just uh, spray the product the weeds that you see and use everything that you've mixed for when you spray it. So in other words, uh, if you're going to mix a gallon in a pump up sprayer, you use the one gallon over the three acres that you have and don't leave extra to come back next week or 10 days later uh, to do it again, because you want to use everything that you've got uh, and then mix fresh up every time. Otherwise you're not going to get the type of control that you need to have. Wonderful. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. I, I, I wish you good luck, and I hope those tor- tortoises are, are going to c- continue to uh, uh, populate your property there. <laughs> well, they, they've they been there for many, many years, and I feel like that it's it's their property as well as sure, mine. Sure, sure. You can share with them. It should be no problem. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Okay. Gavan. You bet. Thank you. 
All right. Bye. Bye-bye now. All right. I got to take a quick little break. Of course, you are listening to Florida Gardening. This is Florida Gardening with Mark Govan on 970 WFLA. And, of course, I'm talking with uh, Matt Micah. He is the uh, owner of Florida Fresh Live Herbs. And, uh, Matt, one of the things I I think a lot of people would like to know is uh, what type of herbs are, let's say you have a a person, they don't like to grow a lot, but they wouldn't mind having a few of the more common herbs. What would you suggest that they grow, uh, whether that be inside the house or outside the house? What what, what would you suggest for someone that's just starting out? First of all, I suggest stop saying inside the house because they do not do well inside the house. Um, Rosemary is probably the easiest one to grow um, for a first-timer. You pretty much plant it. Once it's, once it's established itself, as long as you get a little bit of rain or you have a little bit of irrigation in your yard, you can almost forget about it. Um, it doesn't want to be overly wet. It doesn't want to be overly dry. So as long as it's getting a little bit of... Uh, so if you have a sprinkler system, it's exactly. still fine exactly. uh, as long as it's well-drained. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, rosemary is one of the only ones I would put in the ground. In the that, ground. That's not a raised bed. Um, but you still, if we have a lot of rain, if it's in the ground, you do have a chance to lose now, it. Now, do you, do you prefer container gardening always, for most always. of your herbs? Okay. Raised bed or container is, now, the, is the way to go. For containers, plastic, or would you rather have a... a, a Plastic, ceramic. as long as it's got drainage holes, is fine. Okay. Um, you, you just with plastic in the Florida heat, you have to worry about it breaking down. Breaking down, and um, of course, keeping them watered. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. But there's all there's all kinds of uh, ways. Uh, you, if you have an irrigation system, you can put in a drip line, or you can have a little bit of a sprinkler going over it. Or I know once they head. dry out, you're you're it, it's tough to recover after yeah, after yeah. Uh, you know herbs dry out. Yeah, I, once I've they dry before, <laughs> once they once they go extremely dry, yeah, they're they're done. Because you're you're growing the the medium that you grow in is probably almost pure peat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah yes, eighty five percent peat, eighty five percent peat, and what else? Uh, vermiculite perlite. Vermiculite and perlite, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. A little bit of pine bark for acidity, but... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but... Um, Just a few plants that... that yeah, you know. uh, rosemary's easy. Basil's fairly uh, easy, as long as you're not in a like real stagnant area. You've got a little bit of uh, airflow. Basil grows well. Um, everyone's favorite, but uh, also the nemesis, uh, cilantro grows cilantro, good this time sure. of year. Um, if you have, if you like cilantro and you don't have any luck growing it, we have a plant called culantro, which is Mexican coriander. Um, it has the same flavor as cilantro. It is a slightly stronger flavor, but it is extremely easy to grow. It likes to be shady and moist. Wow. So you put it under a tree in a pot and uh, make sure it doesn't dry out and it just continues to grow. So, uh, and I want to get there in a minute. If there's, if you have certain herbs that do really well in shade. But for for I want to keep on on, on on point with the 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 everyday grower mm-hmm. that that just doesn't want to buy a lot. The rosemary now, basil, uh, cilantro, or culantro. Yep. Yep. What else? Uh, well, you you basic. Uh Handful of herbs that people use is basil, rosemary, thyme, and oregano. Thyme and oregano. Maybe chives on the outside edge. Um, And those, the nice, they're all, they all grow together. You have um, like your basil. Are they all about the same height? Well, what I'm about to say is uh, you get your basil and your rosemary that are more upright and sure. uh, 
your parsleys and stuff like that that are dill that are upright. Then you have your thyme and your oregano that they're more of a ground cover. So you plant them on the outside edge, so they they fill in the bottom of uh, the container that you're working on. They'll they'll uh, waterfall off the edges, and then you have your your tall plants, your rosemary, your basil, thyme, oregano that grow up. I mean, not thyme, oregano, uh, parsleys that grow up, and they so you uh, space them out so that you have your tall ones growing above your short ground cover sure. ones. Now, now in in the gardening business, uh, we try to create uh, container gardens for people. And there's three aspects of any good container garden. We have a, a thriller, that's your main plant that comes straight up out of the top. Yeah. Then you have a filler that fills around your main plants. And then a spiller. That spills down over the edge. Yes, so sir. you're going to come up with a couple of those during our break for people. <laughs> so it's like three plants uh, that they can use together. And we're going to tell people right after the bottom of the hour break, uh, when we come back, we're going to tell you the three plants you should buy to put into a container for an individual container garden. So maybe you can come up with a couple of them uh, to give people a, 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 a couple of choices that they may be able to use if they want to create a small container garden of herbs and herbs that will grow well together in a single container. Yeah, that's easy for me because I do container gardens every week. Excellent, excellent. So that that's we're we're going to do that. So you got to stand by to get that information. Now, if you've got a, a question, uh, maybe uh, you, you've been having a real hard problem uh, growing herbs in your garden. Hey, well, Matt's here. He can answer those questions. Hillsborough County, that number, 990-9352. If you're over in Pinellas County and you have a question, 461-9352. And, of course, if you're listening out of the area, uh, probably uh, maybe via the internet, Internet or iHeartMedia app, uh, you can give us a call toll-free at 1-800-969-9352. Of course, again, this is Florida Gardening. I'm Mark Govan, and uh, we'll be right back following these messages. And, of course, you are listening to Florida Gardening. Uh, again, if you have a question for us this morning, Hillsborough County, 990-9352. If you're in Pinellas County, 461-9352. And our toll-free line, 1-800-969-9352. I've been talking with uh, Matt Micah. He's the uh, president of Florida Fresh Live Herbs. And you are coming up through the break with what three plants that uh, for uh, that you'd like to have for a container garden for herbs, uh, one a thriller, a filler, and a spiller, what we call it, so that you you can plant a couple in the middle, uh, uh, several around the plant, and of course some that are going to spill over the edge to give people. Uh, a great little herb garden that they should be planting together. So go ahead. All right. Well. Uh I'm not going to go quite as cheap as you with three. We're going to go with four. Oh, that's um, okay. Just a, a basic, a basic everyday, every recipe uh, combination. If you you can get yourself a nice long uh, oval platter, you can sure. put uh, basil, rosemary in the middle, and you put your thyme and oregano on the outside. Okay, so ba- wait, basil and rosemary. Yep. yep. All right. So and that's going to be the, your thriller. Yep. Okay. And the the filler that's going to go around the uh, outside area of the, of the container. 
Well, your your your, your rosemary is going to be your thriller because that's the big scent. Yes, the big smell. Um, that's the one that people, all the people are going to come up and rub it. And you, right. You, then your basil is your everyday big. Uh, it, it gets nice and big and bushy and you know, nice and bushy. You're gonna use, the the thing about container gardens. The mi- most important thing with container gardens, yes, is you need to use them. You got <laughs> You want to get out there. You want to cut them. The longer you cut them, the more you use them. Herbs like to be cut back. Oh yes. You, the, the, when you cut when you're cutting an herb back, and you're not pulling leaves off. Now you want to go to the stem. And you want to physically cut the stem above a node where the new growth is coming out. And that plant says woo, and it's gonna split out. And it's gonna instead of having one stem, you're gonna have four stems coming out. Oh, okay. Then the next time you cut it, you're gonna have more coming out. And your thyme and oregano are gonna be your spiller. They're gonna they're gonna fill up around the bottom of where the rosemary and basil are, and then they're gonna spill over your sides. And all you, they're gonna waterfall off the edge. So when you're ready to cut them, all you do is go through and you trim off around the edge. You give it like a bowl cut, and you have them uh, ready to go. And the next time you're ready to use them, they're already growing back. Wow. Okay. So now do, you don't need a real super tall container for these. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Either correct. Well, the, the uh, not huge. I do them in a ten inch uh, bucket. I, I'll actually put up to five plants in a bucket. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's the, the more you use them, the longer they have. Uh, the buckets I use are probably a good six inches, six to seven inches tall of, of soil space. Sure, sure. Um, the bucket's probably about eight to ten inches tall. Right, but right. They only have so much soil. Is this space. like a three gallon container then, or uh, well, uh, it's a ten or, inch ten inch hanging pot. Oh, I see a ten inch hanging. It's Very the basic 10-inch uh, hanging bar. Excellent. Um, but I do oval, um, two different size oval baskets, as a, uh, buckets as well. Um, just the more soil space you have, the more plants you can put in. So you got to look at how much soil is in, you can put in that. And then if, you, if you're doing three plants, assume that you're splitting that soil in three so you know how much soil is about th- that one plant's going to get. Right. Now, do you when you're planting out your herbs, are you planting the herbs uh, deeper than they came in the, the small container you've purchased them in? No. Or at the same height? No. Some vegetables you want to, like tomatoes, you want to plant them deep. Um, herbs, you want you want to keep them at the same level that you uh, purchased them at. Keep them at the same level. And again, for the mixture, you want about an 85% uh, peat mixture 
uh, with uh, the balance of vermiculite and perlite. Yeah. Herbs will grow in like a regular uh, potting soil as well. I always recommend the peat moss because you do it does dry out quicker. And and and, that, and that's good, but you still want to keep them moist, right? You want to keep you want to, herbs like to go from moist to dry. The old adage with uh, herbs is they don't like to sleep with wet feet. Um, they don't like they w- what a lot of people do. I did a show yesterday, and uh, I don't know how many people say, "Well, this is what I, this is what my stems are turning black." I said, "You need to let them dry out." Herbs do not like to be wet all the time. Um, they they like to have a nice big root system, and if you don't let them dry out, they will not root, and then eventually they'll get too big to sustain themselves. So don't sleep with wet feet, yep. I, I, which I, I, I've always liked that uh, uh, saying. So you don't you don't want your plants overnight. It is not the best time to be watering exactly. them. They like to be watered during the morning times. Morning um, watering the best, but so now, they have a chance to dry out or to to lose that water uh, during the day. Exactly. Now, if you don't have the time to do it every day, it's not it's not bad to give them a nice heavy shot of water. If you have a big pot, sure. Then give them two or three days to dry out. That's fine as long as they're not wet, 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 wet. Sure. They have to go from wet. To dry, and as long as the container is it, uh, drains very well. Exactly. Uh, now, do you recommend uh, keeping the the drain pan underneath the container so no. it can pull that water up, or just let it go? Let it go. Let it drain through. Yeah. If you okay. keep the drain pan there, it, it's it gets not, too wet. It gets too wet. You you you'll see that those the that soil will pull it right back exact, up into the pot, and it'll get those, the soil will get soupy. And it, ah, so people that are, that that. You know, because a lot of people will plant these little window gardens, of course, in the home because they're growing their little their their little plants inside the house, and uh, that's to me that's always been one of the big killers of growing herbs inside the home is because everybody that goes to wash their hands in the sink or put something away wants to water the plants. Oh, someone, no one's watered. I better, I better give. I got a drink of water. It needs a drink of water. The, so. be- the best way to solve that is stop keeping them inside. Put them outside. Put them outside. Much uh, better outside. People say, "Oh, they're in a window." Bo- they're in a window. The, the, the all the glass nowadays is uh, is uh, keeps the ultraviolet light out of your house to right. keep to keep it cool, and the plants can't live without the ultraviolet. So it needs the ultraviolet light outside. Uh, so maybe uh, a window box outside Out. the kitchen window, exactly. which I've seen a lot of those available uh, online that mm-hmm. people can purchase. Yeah, well, and that is the good thing about the about the buckets that we've been talking about is they are, if you, depending on how big they are, you can actually keep them out on your lanai or your porch or your backyard when you're ready to cook. Bring them on in. Sit them down on your port on your. Or hang them if you, if you've mm-hmm. got a if you have maybe a lanai, uh, you can hang them around the outer edges of the lanai. Yep. Depending on where how much sun you got. Uh, my next question: How about the sun? Uh, as far as these individual plants, how much sun can they take? I mean, from, from now until next summer, full sunlight. From let, now until next summer. If you don't have full sunlight, let's say you have a filtered backyard, as long as they're getting six hours of a filtered sunlight. Sure, they're good, but the the more sunlight they get right now, the the thicker and the hardier they're going to grow. Now, uh, is there any difference when growing herbs of uh, let's say different times of year? Will they grow better during the springtime, or is it summertime they do the best, or is it fall that they do the best? 
Or is it, or do you see differences? I know you grow hundreds of different herbs. Yeah, well, hundreds. Well, okay. You, 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 <laughs> I know. I know that uh, uh, when I walked around your place uh, at the last show, I'd say maybe you've got about twenty five different things. That's that's that's, that's right? a better estimate. Yeah, yeah, about twenty five different herbs that you carry. Yeah, different varieties. Yeah, maybe. and uh, do is there a better growing season? That you, I mean, because certain type of people like to root at certain yeah. times of year. It's it's best to start them this time of year if if you're if you're looking for a long term uh, herb garden, you want to start now. If this is fall, we have we have fall and we have winter, which in Florida is very mild. As long as we don't get under a freeze for a sure. long period of time, they're fine. Um, and if we do get a freeze, all you can do is cover them. Your sheet, blanket, whatever you whatever you have, you're probably out doing that with your other plants anyway. Or if it's a hanging container plant, you can, bring, you can just bring that in. And that's the good thing about pots. You can just, if you have them, you can bring them into your garage, put a blanket around them, and, then, sure. and they're fine. We usually only have a couple hours of uh, sub-32 weather. And there's year. only a couple, usually a couple of days. Exactly. I don't know in the last five, six years if we had any real cold weather, have no. we? <laughs> not, not not a lot. Okay, um, but it's herbs will grow year round in Florida. It's just the, the speed and the thickness that they're going to grow. Uh, in the summertime, they're going to grow real fast, but they're going to be um, they're going to con- con- uh, need a lot more shade, especially in the middle of the day. Um, and they're going to in the summertime. In the summertime, yes, they're going to grow very fast, and you're going to have a lot of space between your nodes because they're getting a lot of sunshine, and they're just going woo. Okay. And this time of year, the fall and the spring, they're growing slower, but they're growing hardier. They're growing thicker. They're rooting. They're rooting more, ah. and they're getting a nice, big, healthy stem. And this, is, you, you get them established this time of year, and they will last for a long time. I have people uh, that came to the show yesterday. Oh, I bought stuff last year, and it's this, this. This 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 looks so good, and and I just want to get some more and, and add add on to my garden. Or, sure, um, I did have a problem with this, so we're gonna you know obviously cilantro didn't last through the summertime, so they're adding that back in. And but the the key though, of course, is as you say, is continuing the the pruning exactly or or, or trimming back of your plants. Now exactly. is that on all of your herbs as well? Yeah, rosemary you can let hedge. Uh, it'll it'll grow six eight foot tall if you want it to. Um, but the rest of them, um, especially like well, your, your thyme and oregano, you can use it as a ground cover if you want it to. It'll just keep on going and going and going. And every time, um, because it, it, it is an outward grower, it's a creeper, um, every node that hits the ground will root. So it'll keep on reestablishing itself and it'll, it'll, it'll keep on spreading out. Um, you don't, t- t- if, if you have them in a big enough container, you can let them go big, but they enjoy being cut um, um, and used. It, it makes them bush out and get healthier. Sure, sure. So they're not as uh, uh, more more compact plant, exactly. but a healthier plant. Now, it, does that also increase the flavor uh, when used in, in the home? Uh, well, if you, you you buy good plants, they got good flavor anyway. Um, I'm not the hottier and and um, uh, fuller and you know, uh, compact. That your plant is it's got nice dark color to it it's going to have a little bit more flavor if it's lanky and it's well been in the shade. most people don't they'll trim off the older leaves anyway well if, and, it, and if they they're damaged yes. yeah and then of course they just they like to use those the, the new growth mm-hmm. is what i'm probably getting at yeah as as most people like to use that new growth and uh some people uh will just trim them up very very small and some people will, will throw them in hold depending on i guess the type yeah. of well, uh, well, herb it, that they're using if too. it's been, if it's been a while since you've used your plants and the, the you know the 
your basil, your rosemary, um, will get woody. And people, people ask me all the time, well, I got this basil plant and it's real woody. Uh, what do I do with it? Do I pull it out and throw it away? What you can do is you can cut it back. You can go down to, you'll see you'll have some little leaves. It's called a node. Uh, as long as you leave two nodes on there, you can cut roughly two-thirds of the plant off. Really? And it'll, it, it'll come back as long as you have nodes, which is little, little leaves sure. um, that'll come out each side of the stem. If you cut above that, you will get new growth coming out, and then you'll, you'll go back to your nice, soft, uh, uh, white stem. Yeah, because you don't want to I – mean, for rosemary, I know uh, for people that have used – rosemary and they they trim off a lot of the older stuff exactly. yeah it's that's <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's uh, not the best <laughs> rose there's several different kinds of rosemary i don't know the names off the top of my head um but you see you'll see them out especially this time of year home depot and lowe's they'll be trimming them into rose into christmas trees and sure, everything sure. well the problem is is that rosemary's got a very fine thick uh, well, it's thin, but it's real chewy and it's not it doesn't break down when you cook it uh my the rosemary that we grow is it's got a nice long white and white in the bottom dark green on top and you can gently cut it with a knife and it pops out so there's different there's ones that are better the christmas tree one is all thick and it's full so it the, looks like the, a tree the, the type that they use for topiaries exactly yes. but right. mine doesn't look like a christmas tree but it has more flavor and it breaks down. And you, you, you're not trying to spit the needles out when you're eating the chicken. Right, right. I get so, it. Sure. Uh, always look. I mean, they're trying to sell you a product at the Christmas tree. I'm trying to sell you a product to make your food taste good. Absolutely. Uh, now, is there a uh, is there something when you uh, are are using these herbs and and you're let's say you're, you're trimming off? Can, can people root those? cuttings that they're taking off the plants yeah too? Mo- most most of the uh plants that are in the mint family so you got your mint your thyme your oregano uh basil um they're all um rootable you, you can just uh either you, I, what i do with my rosemary and mint uh, mint i just take a cutting off the top t- uh, pop it into a little and mint a little has chamber. a square stem so you know you have a mint if you have a square st- stem yeah some of them are more square than others yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. Um, all, all the mint it, it's very easy to root I literally take two nodes put it into a 98 count chamber and uh, within two weeks they're ready to plant wow um, basil takes a little bit longer the, the trick with propagation is if you, you don't want to keep it super wet again um, you put it into your new soil and you almost just want to mist it Keep the leaf wet. Um, don't but let not it, at night. No, exactly. Not overnight. Maybe yes. one time in the morning, one time in the afternoon. Propagation does take a little bit of patience and a little bit of uh, sure. You can't you can't forget about them. See, that's what I think the problem is for a lot of people is that they don't have the time to actually work their uh, herb gardens. They 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 plant them. They they look good, uh, but they're not using them as often as they should and maintaining them as often as they should. Exactly. People either over-care for them or under-care for them. If you walk out and everything looks good, leave it alone. If you're out there and you can see, you, sh- you should notice that your soil is getting a light brown compared to a nice dark brown when it's sure. wet. You should notice that, oh, look, my soil is getting a little light brown because you're out there harvesting them anyway. Oh, look, I'm going to give it, you know, tomorrow morning, I'm going to come out and I'm going to give it a nice shot of water. Then you let it go until you get a nice light brown soil again. Wow. So it, much, much easier to maintain the plants if you do it on a regular basis, Exactly, too. exactly. So and, you're not... And, and, it, it, once they are established and they got a good root system, at that point you can almost put them on a on a gentle irrigation cycle where they get a small shot of water 
every morning, and uh, they're not being overwatered. But yeah, you, you, you have yeah, to you don't want to break them down with a, with a, even a hard rain sometimes. Exactly. If it do, if it really does rain, beat them. Sure. If it does rain real hard, shut your irrigation off for a couple of days. Right. Because if the soil is drenched, and then you're still giving it that gentle. Water is right. saturating them. It's too much at that point. Yep. All right, I got to take a quick break. Of course, you are listening to Florida Gardening. I am uh, uh, with uh, the owner of uh, Florida Fresh Live Herbs. Uh, this is uh, Matt and Micah. And, of course, uh, talking about uh, what how you can take care of an herb garden yourself and uh, have uh, the availability of actually using more herbs in your kitchen. So uh, if you have got a question for us, Hillsborough County, 990-9352. Over in Pinellas County, uh, 461-9352. And, of course, our toll-free line is 1-800-969-9352. Florida Gardening with Mark Van now continues on 970 WFLA. And I was talking with uh, uh, Matt uh, Micah. He is the owner of Florida Fresh Live Herbs. Uh, Matt, you do a lot of uh, local shows uh, in the area. I know you do one in St. Petersburg, and you're going to be doing one in Dunedin as well? Yes, yeah. Fr- we would do it fr- every Friday and Saturday. Every Friday. Every Friday, every Saturday in uh, uh, downtown Dunedin and uh, on Cory Avenue in St. Pete every Sunday. Um, and we do, we're trying to get full-time at the St. Pete uh, Saturday market as well. My, right now, we're, I don't. we don't have an exact... Uh, schedules every other week, um, but this uh, for the next two weeks he's going to be the, he was there this Saturday he's going to be the next Saturday and the Saturday after then it's like two Saturday he's off so it's kind of sporadic. Um, hopefully at the end of this eight weeks uh, they call it a session um, we'll be able to be there every week. Huh, real good. And now uh, a lot of the people that come in, uh, and I know you get a lot of repeat because I, I I listen to some of the people that come in and that you talking to them when I'm in the booth next to you. Uh, uh, not at the Sunday markets, but uh, it, it's usually people that are coming in to get more plants. How come they're getting more? Well, it, you 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 always want to a either try something different, or uh, a lot of my customers, especially at the shows that you uh, you and I do together, um, it's a, it's a they do it three or four times a year, and I have certain people that come back every spring show or every summer show, um, and they. They either want to uh, redo their garden, add on to their garden, or they, you know, they've they've bought from me every year for you know, four, five, six years in a row um, because the plants hold up for them. They do well, um, and it's it's time to uh, to start again. Sometimes the plants just get old, and you want you want to start with nice, fresh um, product. Sure, uh, and uh, you know, I know you you sell them in small containers, and of course, you sell them in, in a little bit larger containers as well. Yeah, we do. So depending on what what their people are looking for. Yeah, exactly. We do a four inch for people that uh, want to start small. Um, I always recommend we do a six inch container as well. Those those don't have to be transplanted. Um, they can if you want them to, but if you can just you know take my ugly black pot and slip it inside of a nice colorful pot, and uh, you're good sure. to go. Sure. That makes it easy for, for everybody at that point. Exactly. You know, <laughs> um, I always tell the novice people, now it cost, does cost a little bit more money um, to buy the bigger pot, but it's already ready already. You don't have to do sure. anything. It's ready. It's established. Um, to the people that are out there buying from Home Depot and Lowe's and places like that, first of all, shame on you. Support your local growers. That's right. Um, but always, before you transplant a pot, any pot, no matter where you buy it from, if you take your new herb 
basil, rosemary, chive, whatever, and you pull it out of the pot and it's, it's got two or three little roots coming down, don't transplant it. Wait until it's that pot. The bottom of the pot should have roots all bound up in the base before you transplant it. Otherwise, you're 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 just adding you're adding moisture to moisture, and and uh, they're not going to do well. Yeah, so the plant plant would still be wet uh, when you're watering it. Have a uh, possibility of the plant uh, yeah. uh, getting a fungal problem or something and dying out. A, lo- a lot of the the I'm going to sell the, this big place, and uh, I have to I have to keep up with this much, many plants. I, they they force their plants to grow. I force sure. I force my plants to root. Yes, you want them to root first and then grow. You, you want a nice big healthy root system, and you're going to get a nice stocky, um, stocky healthy plant. If you look, you looking at a plant, and you got three, four, five inches between a node, then you got a leaf, then you got another three, four, five inches. They're forcing it to grow. So yeah, they, it's grown way, way, way too fast at that yep, point. But they have to get, you know, they have to get it's 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 a mill. They're just churning them out. They just need a certain size of plant yep. to go ahead and ship at that point, correct? Yep, exactly. Well, and, and I'm not going to ask you about fertilizer or pest control or disease control. I'm going to save that for next hour uh, uh, to talk about, you know, for people maintaining their plants. But uh, what about, uh, you know, people that don't know which herbs they should have? Because I, I think a lot of times people just don't know what they like. At that point, it's uh, it's trial and error. I mean, that's never going to hurt you. If, let's say you have a, well, let's say you go out Maybe to, they don't even know where to use them because they've, they've, they've so long they've gone with prepared foods yeah. or something. Well, that, and they don't know. If it, we live in a wonderful time of year where you can look at your phone and it can tell you anything you want to know. So if you have a favorite restaurant that has a certain dish that you like and you want to try to emulate it, go online, look up. Polo rosemary, and and you know it'll tell you exactly what to put in that rosemary chicken. Um, you know if you whatever whatever you like, whatever kind of food you like. If you like Italian food, it's going to be thyme, oregano, basil, and rosemary. Um, if you like a lot of chicken, especially this time of year, chicken and turkey, you're going to be using thyme, and you're going to be using sage, and um, maybe sweet marjoram. Is those are the ones that are used for poultry more often. Sure. So before you plant your garden. Think about the foods you like to eat. Uh, maybe if you don't know exactly which ones to use, do some research. Get online. Um, look up recipes. Hey, this looks good. What what's what's used in here? Um, and go from there. I mean, there's no point in planting if you're the 20 percent of the population that cilantro tastes like soap. There's no point in planting it. Right. Don't don't buy something you're not exactly. going to use. It's never going to hurt you. I mean, if you come and you buy a two dollar plant, it's not breaking the bake to try something, but um, if you know you don't like it, don't buy it. All right. I'm talking with, of course, uh, Matt and Micah. He's the owner of Florida Fresh Live Herbs. We're going to talk more in, uh, on the other side of the hour. Stay tuned right now. I've got John McQuiston standing by to bring us up to date with what's happening in the world. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.